Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yes, uh, great to welcome in Ian Robertson, a man who grew up in the Wonthaggy region. He was actually born in Footscray, grew up in the Wonthaggy region and was recruited to the Carlton Football Club and was a multiple premiership winning star there in the late 60s and early 70s. Became a well-known commentator as well on Channel 7 as one of the voices of Friday Night Football for many years. Robbo, great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on this Saturday morning. Yeah, good morning. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be with you and... uh just listening to uh, about Bo Vernon, which was interesting because uh, his father was uh, a, a, a prominent person in uh, AFL circles as well. That's right. I think uh, Daryl was his name, and he played for Richmond and Sydney uh, back in the day. He played about 15 games, so quite right there, Robbo. Yeah. Uh, mm. Just tell us a little bit about your time growing up in the Wonthaggy region. How did it work that you were born in Footscray? Did the family move then to Wonthaggy while you were at an early age? Oh yeah, we had uh, roots in Campbell Street in uh, in uh, Wontaggy. My grandparents lived there, and my mother was uh, was born and bred in Wontaggy. And uh, she, as a nurse, finished up in uh, in Melbourne. Met my father, and he worked for the railways. And the state coal mine in Wontaggy was part of the railways. And he got a transfer back, and I was two years of age when I went back there, and uh, lived. Actually, played. Uh, under uh, oh well, it would have been under sixteen football with Dalston because they started the juniors in Wontaggy. I got a game and just watched the ball sail over my head in the forward pocket. Couldn't touch it, <laughs> and then all the bigger kids got got involved. It was the start of the juniors, start of the under sixteens. And anyway, cut a long story short, I couldn't get a game in Wontaggy, and uh, Dad took me out to play with Dalston and. Uh, and when I came back, I went to boarding school for a couple of years at Sale. And when I came back, I said to Dad, what, who should I play for? And he said, well, they gave you a game. When you couldn't get a game in Wontaggy, they gave you a game in the juniors out of Dalston. So, hence, I played there for three years. Fantastic. And just tell us a bit about the camaraderie within a country footy club as well. I mean, is that something you took with you to the VFL? I know it's a bit different, you know, going to the big competition, but just the atmosphere around a country footy club. Do you have fond memories of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I don't think you ever forget when you're young, uh, you know, at 17. I can tell you a little story. We played, uh, we actually played Phillip Island. You spoke about Phillip Island and... uh, Bo Vernon, um, we played Phillip Island in the grand final and uh, oh, it was a bit of a titanic struggle and we won, won the game. But I was playing centre-half forward on a bloke named Alan Cleland. He was a big, tough, rough character. Hmm. And uh, our full-back was a bloke named Ron Bullen. And I vividly remember when we ran on the ground and we broke up to take positions and all the rest of it, he walked past me and he said loud enough for the other bloke to hear, for the opponent to hear, you go for everything with every bit of confidence that you can because if you don't, if, if you get a whack behind the ear, you know we'll be there to back you up. Mm. And for six, I was 17 and uh, uh, the, the fellow, Ron Bullen, I mean, you might have people that would remember him. He was a 
if, if we go as far as Wonsaggy and Dalston, you'll have people listening that would know him. He was full-back, and he was a rough, tough bloke too. So it was a terrific fillip for a person like me as just a young kid. Oh, absolutely. And did that help you going forward playing in the VFL, Robbo, with some of these big, tough country blokes? Did that maybe ease the pressure or intensity a little bit just from a mental point of view when you did go to the big league in the big smoke? Oh, well, I can tell you a story there. I played in a practice match on Gouldy, the last practice match of the year in 1966, and I was, I was, I was actually getting a kick on Gouldy, who was straight centre-half back, and Sergio Silvani walked past. It was an intra-club practice match, and Serge Silvani walked past, and, and I heard him say, why don't you give him a whack behind the ear and see if he can cope with that? And I thought, God almighty, I think I might be playing football with you next week if I can survive this. But, but you know, I think that might have been his way of saying, well, there you are. This is what the big league's about, and that's what you've got to p- probably cope with a little bit. But you, you, you copped it in the bush. I mean, the bush football, you know, it's a long time ago, and the bush football was... I remember a bloke named Harry Bolham, I think. Uh, he played with uh, one of the Wonsaggy teams. It might have been East Shops or Rovers. And he was a really, really tough... They were tough. Uh, uh, John Buckley and Noel Buckley were involved with Daleston. And this, this is... I'm talking about as a child... We lived in Currumburra Road in Montaggy, and it was just opposite the football grounds, and we spent all of our time over the road playing kick-and-paper football through the goals. I mean, it was a great upbringing. We were real. And, and today, you let your child out of your, out of your sight, mm. you know, we could do anything in Montaggy. So it was a great town to... I spent, uh, what, from two years of age until I was 15 when I went off to boarding school. Yeah, fantastic. And, yeah, things have changed, haven't they, when it comes to, to bringing up kids in the sense that uh, it can be difficult to allow them to have free reign. We're speaking with Ian Robertson, a multiple Carlton Premiership player in the late 60s, early 70s, who grew up in the Wonthaggy region, and that's where he cut his teeth playing footy. Hey, Robbo, I was lucky enough to speak to you earlier this year about your commentary career. Uh, since then, Sergio Silvani, a man you mentioned before, has passed away. Uh, I'm not sure if you've been asked about your memories of playing Playing alongside him as a teammate and as a person as well. What were your memories, uh, given there were a lot of tributes towards him and the family earlier this year? Oh, look, uh, ever reliable, uh, very ordinary kick, <laughs> strong as an ox, strong as an ox. Well, he came from an era where we just used to basically get the ball and kick it. Now they get the ball and hold it and look this sideways, look left, kick it 15 metres here, 15 metres there. He, his, his attitude was get it, first of all, get it, and, um, and then force it forward as best you could. I mean, he was as strong as an ox. He, he grabbed a bloke named Wayne Walsh, who played with Richmond in South Melbourne, mm. and he grabbed him by the throat one day at Princess Park, and I thought, I, I mean, I didn't see Serge get upset. He was very determined, but he didn't get upset. Mm. And this particular day, he grabbed Wayne Walsh by the throat, and I thought he was going to kill him. <laughs> and I thought, well, I wonder what Wayne Walsh has done to him. And it would be something uh, historically known as uh, gorilla grips and stuff like that, if mm. people can understand. He must yeah. have done something terrible, because Serge was not the sort of bloke that... Uh, he was just so determined. He was never, he was never beaten, but he wasn't... A, 
he wasn't a dirty player as in uh, punching blokes in the head and stuff like that. Yes, and uh, very fitting tribute, Robbo. Just in regards to the region in this Wonfaki area, do you still follow the competition today? Did you follow it at all when you went over to the VFL to play with Carlton and Footscray and when you called footy? I mean, do you ever come back very often? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, a good friend of mine passed away about 18 months ago, mm. uh, Gerald Brosman, and he was very heavily involved at Dalston and his son, um, Paul, was uh, captain and coach and had a lot of success there. And um, I don't know, you know, sometimes my brother, who's older than me, doesn't show the same interest. I don't don't quite know whether it was... Um, look, we both, we both were there for 13 or 14 years. He did his... Uh, uh, much of his secondary edu- education at Wonfaggy and he went off to boarding school as well and then he then he left and, and went to teachers college but i left and went to work in melbourne so mm. you know some people do remember and are attached and some people just move on and and, and that's the end of their connection with where they came from but uh, i've always thought never ever forget uh, where you came from you know it doesn't mm. matter where you are in in your life you know, somewhere along the line. I mean, I had some great t- times with my grandparents in Campbell Street in Wonfaggy. And um, would, would this, uh, would the listening audience go as far as Wonfaggy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, they, the people can realise there. Um, I mean, uh, we had great memories of playing. We just played, we played the fool, you know, from two years of age, not two, but. Being back there at two and not leaving until you're 15. Mm. And, you know, when I was, I was 15 and 16, I had to come back from holidays from school. And then 17, 18 and 19, I spent weekends playing football and cricket in the town. So uh, the connection was not just until I went to boarding school. It was for the other five years as well. And you grew up... Uh, Oh, just knocking around the town. It was as simple as that. You know, we there was a there was a little uh, spare uh, lump of ground up behind Campbell Street, and on a Sunday, uh, all the kids in the area used to gravitate towards this lump of ground, and we had uh, scrap teams. You know, make up teams, and it was it varied from week to week. But we kicked the football with uh, all the young kids that lived in the area, and. Uh, mm. But there was, I don't even think we had an umpire. You know, it was a bit of a <laughs> keepings off type thing, but it was a great education. And uh, I'm a, I, look, I, I haven't got a lot of friends down there, don't get me wrong, but I, I never ever forgot uh, Gerald Brosnan and all the blokes I played football with at Dalston. They were, we had one reunion that was really good where Colin McRae and Bernie McRae, I mean, Bernie's gone. Uh, over the last couple of years, we've lost probably lost a, a few of them. Maxie Williams was uh, involved, and uh, as I say, Ronnie Bullen, Peter Membry, um, uh, Johnny Chisholm, the Balding Boys, Toby and Johnny, Johnny Balding, and uh, uh, oh, look like a knock up naming them. You know, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I haven't forgotten. Oh, I'll never forget the 
the great times that uh, that I had in Montague. Oh, brilliant stuff. It is important to recognise where you came from, and uh, it's great that you have those memories, Robbo. And you mentioned the Brosnan name, Paul Skeeter Brosnan, was a 2015 yeah. Premiership playing coach at Dalston and uh, multiple Premiership player at Wabfaggy Power as well. Hey, Robbo, really appreciate your time. Thanks for taking our call on this Saturday morning to reminisce about your time growing up in the Wabfaggy region. All the best going forward, particularly where you're living in Balan, mate. All the best. Yeah, that's it. Balan's a great little town. But there ain't much happening by land. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Robbo. All the best, mate. <laughs> all, right. all right. All the best to your listeners.